Great to have your company this morning on the Radio Tab Breakfast Show. Gerard, it's supposed to be the AFL off-season, but we seem to be having breaking stories each and every day, and it's been a massive 10 days for St Kilda. And we're led to believe that as early as this morning, Ross Lyon is going to be announced as their new head coach on a three-year deal. Joining us now to let us know what he knows about the situation, it's Tim Hodges from AFL 360. Tim, good morning. Uh, good morning, Paul. Good morning, Jared. Nice to be with you. Uh, is that what's going to happen to me? Is that what you're hearing this morning? Press conference with St Kilda and Ross Lyon announced as the new head coach. Three-year deal. Oh, I think you'll be very surprised if it doesn't happen. If it doesn't happen, something has clearly gone wrong because everything at the, um, the Saints, and I think Ross has been working on this uh, very hard to make this happen, to get it across the line. They haven't been talking to anyone else. So uh, in many ways, it's a bit like the North Melbourne deal where they... They had their man, they hunted their man, and they got their man with Alistair Clarkson. And I think St Kilda has done very, uh, a very similar thing. And I think in the wash-up, it will be interesting to, of when they actually did start talking. Was it before they sent Brett Bratton packing? I'm, I'm positive it would have been. You're not going to sack the guy you've just given a two-year contract earlier this season in Brett Ratton in October if you didn't have a, someone, uh, not I won't say locked and loaded, but a long way down the track to, to have some confirmation that he's going to be joining the club. So, yeah, this will happen, I would think, by Wednesday. And, and as you say, it might be as soon as today where Brett Ratton, uh, sorry, beg your pardon, Ross Lyon is unveiled again as the St Kilda coach, which is, um, yeah, an amazing circle of life, isn't it, for, for Ross to be back at the Saints. So are you surprised by all of this? Yes, <laughs> yes. Mm. I mean, are you guys like? Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's um, it's dreadful to to give Brett Ratton a two year contract um, uh, in August this year. It's, it's hard to believe that that you could have that much faith in the bloke to to say we want you to take this club forward for the next two years, and a couple of months like a couple of months later, guys, he's sacked. He's got a six-month payout, and that's all, and that's under the new AFL rules for for the cash-strapped clubs. Right. Which I, I just thought, if he got a two-year payout, then good on Brett Ratt and go on and sit on a beach and enjoy life for a while, and um, know full well that that you're getting the full payout. Uh, unfortunately, it's only a six-month payout that he gets, so it's just, um, yeah, I, I think it stinks. It's a terrible way to treat a good person, um, but it, it does show. A ruthless side that St Kilda has has spoken about that that's where they want to be, that's where they want to get at. Um, but gee whiz, uh, they, they will be. I mean, they'll be must watch now, St Kilda. Like you, you talk about whether they're relevant enough in this town. They will be relevant if Ross Lyon is back coaching them. Um, and uh, it's just, and, and then it will be fascinating. Can he turn this club around to, to being a contender again, like he he did in his first stint at, at the club when he went perilously close in 2009 uh, against the Cats, and then 2010 when they they drew the granny against Collingwood and lost it the week later. So he took them to three grand finals. He took Fremantle to their first grand final. Hasn't tasted uh, a premiership yet, but um, th- that drive is clearly still there for, for Lyon. Jimmy, put St Kilda aside the first stint when he started off, but when he left Frio, and Jared and I were talking about this the other day, when he left Frio, the reports were the players hated him. Uh, yeah, they were the most boring <laughs> club to watch. He was hard to get on with. Uh, there was dramas with all the staff around Ross. What, what's changed since he's left Frio that he was so wanted by St Kilda? 
Nothing. Nothing's changed. And remember when he left St Kilda the first time, he left them... Uh, I mean, it was it was a jilted lover walking away. It was the, the most... Uh, I'm not even sure what the right word is, guys. It was just... It, like, he walked out on the club and left them at uh, their lowest ebb. Like, they were about to go into a rebuild. He was going to take them on that rebuild. And then he said, no, I'm out of here. I've got a better offer fr- from the West. So for them to take him back, I mean, this is going to do... They, they have to have a great PR machine at St Kilda from today to try and sell memberships because there will be so many jaded Saints fans who still are not over the fact that Ross Lyon left them in the lurch so many years ago. So good luck spinning this to sell memberships. Equally, I think there will be plenty of St Kilda fans, diehard St Kilda fans, who... And this club, guys, you know, it's over 60 years since their last premiership. Like, they are an unbelievably unsuccessful football club. So I think there will be an element of St Kilda fans that say, yes, go and get the best coach. He is still probably one of the best coaches out there. He did great things at this club. He went so close to winning us a flag. Let's try and get him back and see if he can rectify that. But, yeah, everything from his end at Fremantle, um, you know, does still exist. He didn't want to go through a process because I don't think he wanted those questions and that's why he didn't take the jobs at Carlton two years ago or last year when, when they went for Michael Voss instead and even earlier with, with the Essendon coaching process he didn't want to go through. So, yeah, if he was ever going to take up a coaching role again, he wanted to be headhunted and basically offered the job and that seems like what St Kilda has done. Staggering. So where does that leave uh, Brett Ratton? Is that the end for him? As a senior coach, I would think yes. Um, and then I really feel for him because in middle of October, when you're given your marching orders, it's a terrible time for that to happen because most clubs have their coaching uh, rosters in place. So he's almost going to miss out on a position. And I think he's probably should just settle in for a good assistant coaching position. Uh, as a uh, almost a senior mentor to a, to a coach, like he would be perfect even up on the Gold Coast to help Stuart Jew out, I reckon. But I, I think he's probably missed the boat for 2023. So yeah, you do feel everything's worked against Brett Ratton in this situation. And remember yeah. that Ratton did take the Saints to finals before, guys. So this is a really shabby way for him to be treated. Um, yeah, so, and, and I mean, the only coaching positions that I can see that are still available are, are North Melbourne that he might get in, and he has worked under Alistair Clarkson at Hawthorne before where he, he might land at the Kangaroos, but, gee, a lot of water's got to go under the bridge for that to happen. Well, maybe maybe he should just wait a couple of years until they sack um, uh, Ross Lyon, and then he can have his job <laughs> back. Yeah, so, I mean, what do you guys think from afar? Do, do you look at the way St Kilda has treated this? As, and, and Brett Ratton is a great football me. man. Yeah, and to be, I, and I know that people still say you've got to still get the wins and losses. It's a wins and losses industry, as David King always says. And Brett Ratton would probably would have liked to have had a better second half to this year. But remember, the Saints were in a fantastic position at the halfway mark of the year at eight and three, and it looked like they were. I mean, it looked like they were a lock for finals. The second half of the year was obviously not what they wanted, but. Uh, this is a ruthless way to go about business. I, I'm not sure they're going to have a lot of goodwill going for that footy club in, in 23. Well, Ratton no. seems as though he's one of the best blokes going around in footy. There's not too many that have a bad word to say against him. But is it right that effectively he had to front the board and then they told him, listen, uh, yeah, we had did a report, doesn't look good for you, why should we keep you? So we put his case forward 
and then they told him to go outside and wait in the hallway while they voted on him, brought him back in and said, no, you're gone. Uh, yeah, oh, no, I did hear... Yeah, so, I mean, he was basically offered... I mean, he was given a two-year contract uh, earlier in the season, as we said before. So, he, I mean, he's planning for... He's planning for pre-season, he's planning for off-season, he's planning for what next year looks like, he's planning for, for what next next pre-season looks like. He, like he's full-on for, for 2023 and 2024 in the planning phase, and then he gets called in by the board to actually almost apply for his job again. Like That would have left him shell-shocked, and I'm sure at that point he probably knew that something was up and the writing was on the wall, that it was going to be very difficult for him to keep his job. And Ernie Merrick, who has been his longtime mentor uh, across the last year or so, um, said similar on radio down here last week that they said he was called into a meeting and said, what's up here? This sounds like they've yeah. already made their decision and they were just going through the process. So, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. It, it's, well, I think it's, that's um, the thing, Timmy. I mean, they've called him in. Obviously, he doesn't know anything about it. And they've said, we're going to get rid of you. You've got until 5 o'clock tonight to tell us why we shouldn't. Uh, Give it your best. But, but good luck, yeah. Uh, does, does gonna... feel like, guys, I reckon footy, and, and I think NRL's a bit like this as well, that, that it's almost gone into a reality show type of phase yeah. where we don't care too much about the, the person now that we, we're we all about hiring and firing and production making line, drama. And, and that's really what St Kilda has done, just made unbelievable drama. And you look at the Melbourne clubs at the moment that are on fire, that... that it's Hawthorne with the, the racism route. Essendon with what the hell is going on at that football club with the CEO lasting 24 hours, the, the coach getting fired, the new coach coming in, St Kilda the same, North Melbourne with their situation with Alistair Clarkson. Like, there are so many... Uh, I, I don't know whether it's whether it's crossed the divide or whether it's... Um, it, it just feels like it's almost a reality concept more than a sport now. So, yeah, it, uh, it, it's, a, it's an ugly situation. And you do... And I feel sometimes the clubs don't actually feel for the people involved, but I feel terribly for, for what Brett Ratton and his family would be going through right now. Well, Timmy, uh, uh, Chris Fagan reports I will return to, today at the Brisbane Lions. He has had today, the, right. He has had the full support from the Lions ever since this saga with Hawthorne started. And the people I've spoken to, uh, uh, and, and I'm just talking about, you know, friends and associates and, and those that you know, love sport, they're all pleased that he's going back, Timmy, because they're of the opinion, like I am, that he has, the, you know, he should be given a chance to at least speak for himself. Uh, what's the feeling in Melbourne? Uh, by and large, people happy that he's going back to work? Happy that uh, Clarkson will be able to start on November 1? Well, I think it, it has it has moved considerably in the past couple of weeks. I reckon since I last spoke to you guys, where it, it was at a point where I think it was almost impossible to see Alistair Clarkson starting in his role at North Melbourne, and I think it was getting really difficult for Chris Fagan to be back working at Brisbane Lions. But but I think this review, and I reckon it was the last time we spoke that Gillan McLaughlin was trying to get it wrapped up, you know, in a matter of months, so it would be. You know, he could put a full stop on it before Christmas of this year and, and everyone can move on. It's now got to the point where, you know, they haven't even started the review process here into the racism scandal. It's been a difficult process for Gillan McLaughlin even to put together the committee to handle this because either no one wants a bar of it or it's just so difficult going forward, you know, even to do the interviews, certainly with the Indigenous people involved here, um, that... That this isn't going to be resolved properly, maybe forever. So you, these clubs just have to be able to move on 
And, you know, whether this is resolved, and it won't be resolved by Christmas, whether it's resolved next Feb, whether it's next June, whether it's next March, I don't even know. I don't think the AFL even has any concept of when this might be resolved. But they, these clubs, North Melbourne and Brisbane in particular, just have to be able to to push on with their 2023 campaign. So that's why I think it's the right decision for Chris Fagan to be back at work. And I think once November ticks around and Alistair Clarkson's able to start his time at North Melbourne, he has to be allowed to turn up to work and start at North Melbourne and plan for what next year looks like and then hope, you know, for for their sakes, for their sakes, hope like hell everything goes okay with the review and who knows what, what on earth that will that will throw up. Timmy, we wanted to talk to you about the F1, but unfortunately we've only got about 30 seconds till news time. Max Verstappen has won over in the States this morning and Red Bull, uh, the 2022 champions as far as uh, yeah, the, the Constructors' Championship goes, but this is <laughs> something that's going to play out in court perhaps about what's going to happen about last season's championship. Yeah, it's and they're on the nose with everyone at the moment, Red Bull. I will say for any of your, your listeners who haven't watched this morning's race and it's just finished, um, do catch up on it on, on KO if you've got KO. It's the best Grand Prix of the year. Uh, Lewis Hamilton uh, led certainly for the last 12 laps. It looked like he was going to hang on for an unlikely win and Max Verstappen was chasing him down, chasing him down, chasing him down and then made the, made the huge pass to get past him. So it was a, it was a great race uh, and Max Verstappen wins again. He is a, a class above right now in Grand Prix racing. So are you, Timmy. We'll chat to you very shortly. No worries. Anytime, guys. See ya.